The Home Healthcare Podcast Series is brought to you by Elsevier, a leading provider of solutions for healthcare professionals around the world. Accessible on any mobile device, Elsevier Home Healthcare combines evidence-based content with powerful competency management features to create a comprehensive resource for home healthcare nurses, therapists, and other health professionals. To learn more, visit ElsevierHomeHealthCare.com. Welcome to the Home Healthcare Podcast. Today's subject is tracheostomy tie change. My name is Kevin, and joining me is Jennifer, and together we'll guide you through the steps for applying and removal of tracheostomy ties. So Jennifer, before we begin with the procedure, can you go over some key information our listeners need to know? Sure, Kevin. It's important to know when working with patients with tracheostomy ties that the ties must be secured correctly and fit around the neck properly. So why is this so important? If the ties are not secured correctly, the patient is at risk for accidental decannulation or dislodgement of the tracheostomy tube. Also, tracheostomy tube ties or securing devices should be kept clean and dry to prevent redness, irritation, and skin breakdown. It seems like such a simple thing, but tracheostomy ties can cause the patient a lot of discomfort if not done properly. So Jennifer, can you give us a brief overview of the procedure? The purpose of tracheostomy ties is to secure the tracheostomy tube in place and to prevent accidental decannulation or dislodgement. What kinds of tracheostomy ties are there? Tracheostomy ties are either made of cotton twill or are foam-backed and can be secured by tying a knot or by using hook and loop fasteners. Why are tracheostomy ties changed? Tracheostomy ties are changed to prevent complications, such as skin breakdown and infection. Do the ties need to be changed often? They should be changed daily or as needed if they become soiled or wet or are not fitting properly. Inner cannula cleaning and stoma care can be combined with tracheostomy tie changing. Thanks for that overview, Jennifer. So are there two ways to do a tie change? Yes, you can use a twill tie or a hook and loop fastener, and the procedure varies depending on the type of tie used. However, both start with these five common steps. Verify the patient's identity using two identifiers. Then perform hand hygiene. Prepare an area in a clean, convenient location and assemble the necessary supplies. Verify the practitioner's order and assess the patient for pain. Perform hand hygiene and don gloves. If needed, before changing the tracheostomy ties, suction the patient to remove mucus. Why would this need to be done? This can decrease the chance of coughing, which may lead to accidental decannulation. After these common beginning steps, the nurse should follow the procedure for the type of ties being used, either twill ties or hook and loop fastener ties. For twill ties, the procedure has seven steps. Step one, measure the tracheostomy ties so they will be long enough to fit between the tracheostomy tube flanges. This means they should be long enough to fit twice around the patient's neck with enough room to trim and knot. Step two, cut the tracheostomy ties on an angle. Why do you need to cut them on an angle? This eases insertion into the flanges and prevents fraying at the ends. Step three, 
Instruct the patient or caregiver to stabilize the tracheostomy tube by placing a finger on each flange before removing the old tracheostomy ties. What should the nurse do if no one is available to assist? If no one is available to assist, then leave the old ties until the new ones are in place to prevent accidental decannulation. Step 4. Carefully cut and remove the old ties using blunt end scissors. Step 5. Thread the new tie from back to front through one side of the tracheostomy tube neck flange. Then, loop the tie around the back of the neck and thread it through the neck flange from back to front on the opposite side using a hemostat or tweezers if needed. Is there anything the nurse needs to keep in mind when threading the ties? Make sure that the ties lie flat and are not twisted. Step 6. Pull the tie snug and tie the two ends together using a square knot. You mentioned a square knot. Can the nurse use a bow knot as well? No, you don't want to tie a bow knot since it can be easily untied and may cause accidental decannulation. Also, to avoid skin breakdown from the knot, change the position of the knot slightly with each tie change. If the skin becomes irritated, what should the nurse do? If skin irritation does happen, place a gauze pad under the ties or use a soft hook and loop closure tie instead. Step 7. Place one finger behind the ties and the patient's neck. This is to check if the ties aren't too tight or too loose, right? Yes, since they can cause skin breakdown or accidental decannulation. Okay, those were the seven steps for the twill ties. What about the hook and loop fastener ties? The hook and loop fastener ties also have seven steps after the beginning steps we discussed earlier. Step 1. Follow the manufacturer's direction for measuring the hook and loop fastener ties. Step 2. Instruct the patient or caregiver to secure the tracheostomy tube before removing the old tracheostomy ties. If no one is available to assist, release the old hook and loop fastener strip and insert the new strip one side at a time to help prevent accidental decannulation. Step 3. Remove the old hook and loop fastener ties by gently pulling them one at a time out of the neck flange. Step 4. Insert the new hook and loop fastener ties into the neck flange from back to front and fasten it securely one side at a time. Step 5. Adjust the new hook and loop fastener ties to properly fit the neck. Place two fingers between the ties and the patient's neck. Once the ties, either twill or hook and loop fasteners, are fitted correctly, discard the supplies, remove gloves, and perform hand hygiene. And last, document the procedure in the patient's record. So what should our listeners watch out for as they change tracheostomy ties? A couple of problems can arise during and after the procedure. Those would be displacement or decannulation of the tracheostomy tube, unraveling of the twill tape at the ends of the ties, the knots used to secure the ties loosen and untie, and skin irritation. How about when working with older adults? What should a nurse keep in mind? Patients who are cognitively impaired may pull the hook and loop fastener ties apart, leading to accidental decannulation. To avoid this, what should a nurse do? 
twill ties should be used instead. If the home health care nurse needs more information, where should they go? Home health care is a great resource for health care professionals practicing in home care. For more information, visit ElsevierHomeHealthCare.com. The Home Health Care Podcast Series is brought to you by Elsevier, a leading provider of solutions for healthcare professionals around the world.